This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The Putin-Xi Jinping meeting at the Olympics ended with a 5,000-word statement, including the words, Our friendship has no limits. There was no suggestion that Xi discouraged Putin from doing whatever he plans with Ukraine. And what is that? What does Putin plan? Putin hates the fact that he has NATO members on his borders, including the Baltic states, Poland, and Romania, all of which have enormous historical incentive to hate Russians. These NATO members are becoming stronger in every sense, political, economic, and militarily. The economic and institutional future of Russia, by contrast, is in decline. Pretty much all he has is oil and a military. Ukraine is not a member of NATO, but is adjoined to the West in all ways except a military defense pact. The fact that a Russian military incursion into Ukraine would trigger huge economic sanctions against Russia, and that the West is providing Ukraine weaponry to defend itself, is exactly the kind of alliance that Putin will not tolerate. Putin's meeting with Xi Jinping was to ascertain his response to Western sanctions on Russia. He needs a market for Russian oil, gas, wheat, and he'll take yuan for payment from transactions handled by Chinese banks, which would also provide Russian companies credit. China accounted for nearly 20% of Russia's external trade in January to November last year, up from closer to 10% before Russia's Crimean adventure in 2014, according to Bloomberg. China has the ability to water down the impact of Western sanctions on Russia. Along with the United States, NBC says that another nine countries are diplomatically boycotting the Olympic Games in Beijing. They include the UK, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, and Lithuania. The ones not included, such as France, Germany, and Japan, show how much power that China weighs toward being snubbed. If they cannot rally around human rights, few will give a rip about Ukraine. For that matter, there is a pro-Russia element in the United States. Putin has brought the military assets into place to bring pressure on Ukraine to force a negotiated political settlement in Russia's favor. Putin wants to weaken Ukraine and separate it from the West. That's not going to happen unless Putin forces their hand. Putin says that his forces could take Kiev in two weeks, coming from the east. Joint Chiefs Chairman General Milley says that the Russians can take Kiev in 72 hours, coming from Belarus. What kind of settlement does Putin seek from Ukraine? The dissolution of the central government to be replaced by a federal system of governance by its many states and provinces, two of which, Donbass and Crimea, he already controls. Another of the states could be brought under Russian influence through coercion, to see to it that Ukraine as a nation had been watered down. The objective of Russian military offensive would essentially be to surround and cut it off from the West. It will quickly exhaust its military supplies, everything from missiles to fuel. Russia can keep pressure on with its air power. It would not make sense to strike Ukrainian port facilities if they could be made idle, as they will be useful later. That would be a job accomplished by the Russian Navy. Russia has the ability to shut down Ukrainian agriculture. This would be a drone war. Tractors, combines, and grain trucks would be fair game. Kill enough farmers and the rest will hide. Drones could see to it that Ukraine farmers do not harvest or plant 2022 crops. Ukraine's economy would collapse. The loss of Ukrainian grain production would be hugely disruptive to the world. Talk to your brokers about ways to manage risk. 
So that brings us to economic sanctions. I watched U.S. officials publicly explain how damaging the planned Western economic sanctions would be on Russia. That is true, but what bothered me is what they did not say. They should be preparing the U.S. public for the fact that many of these sanctions would be reciprocated, and this would have a significant impact on their pocketbook, same for the European Union. Putin has the economic power to exacerbate U.S. and global inflation. Grain and energy prices would soar, and the more that we try to drag China into the economic war with Russia, there's no telling how serious this can become. Further disruption of supply chains with China would exacerbate U.S. and European inflation, too. They talk as if all the pain of sanctions would be borne by Russia. Currency, equity, and bond markets are not going to complacently sit and take it. Putin has the ability to cause the U.S. public enough pain for them to question the wisdom of supporting Ukraine. Russia would employ a public relations offensive in the United States, something they have previously been successful with doing. You're listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.